Hey everybody, it's Roz White and we are here for everything. Yes, everything, honey. We're talking about everything today. Um, a little arts and culture, relationships, um, wonderful events that we uh, want to promote or we want to talk about that have already happened. We just want to get in here and get talking, okay? So, I'm, on, I'm not going to be before you long. We're here um, in the District, Maryland, Virginia area, the DMV as it is called. Um, and I went on an emergency run today um, and was so surprised to see how many uh, people are out still and not masked. Um, it concerns me. Um, and I want to tell everybody to please wear a mask when you're in public to protect yourself and others who are vulnerable. Um, that's all I'll say on that because we, you know, we are inundated with all of the information. We're inundated with all of the news. So we wanted to take a respite. You know, this should be a place where you could come and kind of get your mind off some of that stuff. So just talking to you today um, about several different things. Okay, let's go back. Um, for those of you who maybe have just seen the Clark Sisters movie, oh my goodness, this is amazing. So um, what an amazing vehicle to get families who are now home um, to talk about certain things and how the family dynamic plays out, especially when you're a family that's in the public eye. Um, you don't have to be gospel superstars to be a family in the public eye. Your parents can be teachers or they could be politicians. Your parents can be in any profession and you still be in the public eye because the community is the public eye. And so in your neighborhood, if every family on the street knows you, then you guys are looking to each other for encouragement and for examples of how to do things. And you wanna make sure that a movie like this could sit you down and get you to talking about, you know, when mom, you know, wants you to do something around the house and you snap, you know, smack your teeth, that upsets me because um, I put food on the table and, um, you know, you shouldn't be contrary to helping out around the house. And, you know, if those kind of conversations are had as opposed to ruling with, do what I say, I'm gonna smack you upside your head, a lot of kids wouldn't be traumatized. Um, you know, and it, it, it takes something to get to that point. I remember being a little girl and seeing people with babies and the baby would do something that, you know, maybe they reach for something or try to put something in their mouth and I'd see the parent take two fingers and tap, tap, tap on the leg. Now, while it probably didn't hurt the baby at all, um, it establishes that when you do something that you're not supposed to do, there is physical contact that makes you straighten up. So it's not the sound of my voice, it's not, me um, giving you a look, which some mothers are expert at. I don't know that I became, well, I think I did. I think I became pretty good at the look. Um, but, you know, the two fingers on the leg, you know, it didn't bother me when I was a little, but then when I grew, grew up, I thought, well, that's just establishing that when you do something out of line, you're going to be physically reprimanded. Um, and so that's a shaky thing, you know what I mean? We don't want to bring that message in because let's just go ahead and talk about the fact that all of the abuse, um, physical um, and mental, of course, 
stems from what we endured. When I say we, I mean Africans who uh, came to this country against their will and were forced to work, um, enslaved people. Um, That's where that came from, that I will beat you into submission. I will beat you to obey me. I will beat you to get information from you, that kind of thing. So we want to stray away from teaching that immediately, especially to a a child that's so impressionable. They think that's the only way to do it. And what are they going to do? They're going to inflict that upon their sisters or brothers, or they're going to inflict that upon their little classmates and friends in the neighborhood, which turns into bullying. If you don't do what I want you to do, if you're not my friend, if you don't look like I want you to look, um, dress like I want you to dress, then I'm going to hit you, beat you, ridicule you, shame you. Um, so yes, we want to do away with that. And I think that this movie is a good movie, the Clark Sisters movie, to sit down and talk about just the household dynamic. Um, when you have a person in the family, especially, first of all, before you have children, let's go back. When you get into a relationship and you're going to have children, and I'm not speaking as somebody who doesn't know because I do have children and I have had relationships. So I'm not speaking from a outside Monday morning quarterback position. Um, the conversations that should have been uh, had were about what do you think about this particular thing as it, as it relates to child rearing? How do you want to go about disciplining? And, you know, those things should be discussed thoroughly. Um, I know it's a drag because we just want to pall over each other and we just want to, you know, be lovey-dovey and, and, and let it just work itself out and be magic. But um, it's not magic. And, you know, magic is an illusion. So let's not be concerned so much with magic as we are with real concrete ways of keeping um, our families together. So I feel like, um, you know, this venture for me in doing the podcast is a way to kind of express some things and then to get some opinions from you as well. Um, I reached out to get people to, um, ask questions. And so I'm going to look in the email for the questions. I will keep everybody anonymous. I promise there will be no, um, there will be no, Revealing of my sources, I'll just say anonymous one asks, and then I'll give you the question. Um, and like I said, keep it cute or keep it mute because we will, we can edit you out of the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no, I'm not kidding. Yeah, because don't do that. But um, okay, so let's take a look here. Okay, so this is okay. Uh-huh. Anonymous one says, "Do you still love me?" Yes, I do, but you still can't come over. Babu, what is happening in the world today? Okay, um, moving along. So we've talked about the Clark Sisters movie. We talked about what I feel its purpose. Definitely, of course, to pay tribute and to honor some greats in gospel, but to also get a family conversation going. I believe that there's a deeper message in almost everything that we have out there. Um, and this, you know, to me should get a family conversation going. And, and, and if you, you do have these great aspirations, because I think that people do in general have great aspirations for their families. They want their families to succeed. They want their families to be, um, wonderful. And some people even have a, 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 
vision beyond just a wonderful family, but a family that um, it, it serves God and touches the world. And I think that's a huge undertaking and requires a whole lot more conversation than, hey, baby, you look good in them jeans. And then here we go. So, you know, and then also it requires a whole lot more than you, my wife, you do what I say, lay down here and pop babies out and then stay in the kitchen and cook for them. There's so much more to a family dynamic than just these archaic and these big, thick lines that we've been drawing over the years. Right. So um, moving along. So we moved on from that um, uh, anonymous one's question was hilarious. I'm looking for the next question. But while I'm looking for the next question, I want to talk about my lovely, beautiful, talented, amazing students at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, you are strong. You are resilient. You are powerful. Please don't let any of what's going on in the world deter you from continuing to dream. Um, I even questioned um, a while back on Facebook. I was asking my, you know, is it okay for me to still have dreams? Is it okay for me to still want to dream um, in this time that we're in? Does, do, should I just shut everything down on that front and just concentrate on staying alive and being well and just the day to day? Just take it one moment, one day at a time. And some days you can't help but do that. But we dreamers, those of us who uh, push forward towards Towards a future, push forward towards um, great aspirations, sometimes we get upset about the fact that, wait a minute, we may not be here to see it through. Um, and it's lovely to say that, you know, your, your legacy will carry on long after you're gone. That's great. There's some things I'd like to see. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with being vocal and honest about the fact that I would like to see some of the things that I have dreamed about come true. Um, and, um, and, and you know, that it's okay, that it makes me sometimes uneasy or makes me feel a little sad because life is not one thing, one way all the time. So we need to be able to explore. This is the issues, one of the other issues that we're dealing with outside of the family dynamic. So now that you've grown up, you've been raised by wonderful parents, they've pushed you out into the world and you're doing your thing. Now we're not dealing with who we are as a person. We're dealing with external things. What my boss thinks about me, what the guy that down the street thinks about me, what what uh, what the fashion world says I should look like in order to wear this or that or look this way or that way. Um, and we're not concentrating on just being well-rounded people and helping and serving others and giving and making sure that we do practice self-care. Um, it was a very sad sight to see that so many people are so upset about um, the nail salon or, you know, things like that. Here's the thing. Get your nails done, baby. Get you, you a fly girl. Get your nails done. Get a pedicure. Get your hair did. Do all of those things. I think it's great. However, you should also be able to look at yourself in the mirror with no makeup, with no hair done and still see that beauty that is inside of you. So, um, that's important. You know, that's very, very important. Oh, it looks like we have another question. Hold on just a second. We are rolling today. People have questions. Okay. Okay. Anonymous two asks, what was your most embarrassing moment on stage? Hilarious. Okay. There's a couple, but um, I think early, early in my career, before I was really, really seasoned as an artist, I was in a show and there was a kiss in the show and the other actor who was um, uh, playing my love interest uh, kissed me and he grabbed me and kissed me with such force that my head jerked back and my whole wig flew off my head. 
That was pretty embarrassing. Um, now, back in that day, you know, in those days of my career, I was a clown anyway. So I thought it was hilarious and just played it off and picked it up and put it back on. But looking back, I, you know, at the time when it happened, you know, I did get kind of a little hot under the collar. You know that feeling when you get embarrassed, when you get just hot and you just break out in the sweat. That did happen. Um, learned to pin that wig on, though. Learned a valuable lesson. Pin that girl on. That's what you do. And, um, and this is why I don't understand all these things. They, they seem very staged to me where these uh, clips that you see with people who are having their wigs snatched off. When did you stop pinning the wig on? Who don't do that? Who doesn't pin the girl on? I don't understand what era you grew up. Who raised you? Anyway, that was definitely one of the most embarrassing uh, moments I had on stage. Yes, indeedy. Um, yeah, so um, moving right along, we are coming towards the end. We only have a few more minutes left because I feel that I want to give you these podcasts in, you know, 15 minute chunks, just a conversation. Let's get it cracking. Let's get it talking. They may be longer when um, I have guests on that I'm interviewing, which I plan to do in the future, but I wanted to introduce you, get you used to the sound of my voice, the rhythm uh, pattern of my speech, and um, you know, give you an opportunity to tune in and see if this is something that you would like to listen to in your car or you know, as you're waiting um, in line for something or when you're just chilling on a Sunday, you just want to put it on. You don't want to uh, see any visuals. You just want to sit back and listen. You know, um, find out if this is what you're, what you're after. So yet, like I said, we're talking about everything. Um, I did say we were going to talk about some events. Um, and so I want to put you, um, all the way into the future, you know, email me, message me on Facebook. Let me know what kind of events you've got going on. If you've got a live uh, broadcast that's going to be happening, or if you've got a podcast that you want to promote, send that info to me. I will promote your event. I'm not going to charge you. You know, all of those things I think come in time. This is not really a money-making thing for me. This is for my own confidence because I've been told, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. And so that's what we're doing. Um, I just want to take this last a minute or so to encourage everyone to take some time, get quiet, find a moment in the day that you can just breathe in and out and practice gratitude, right? You are thankful because you have a roof over your head. You're thankful because there's food in your refrigerator. You're thankful because you get to take that breath in and out without any difficulty. You, you're thankful because your family's well. You're thankful because your children are well. You're thankful because your parents are well. You know, and I find it um, sometimes hard to do that because so many of my friends are suffering. I want to shout out my friends in New York. Um, they're dealing with uh, having to bury people and not having the proper respects paid. And just the, just the, this, this situation that we're in right now has really, really, really taken its toll on some areas. And we want to send positive energy. We want to send love, healing, strength to those who are in need. Um, I thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. Um, and the next time we're here, we will have a guest and um, you're going to get a chance to, you know, listen in on a great interview, find out some things you may not have known. Thank you so much for being here today. This is everything with Roz White. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.